0: Hey, Business Building Warrior, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host, Jim, and I'll have a couple of guests I'll be bringing on the line with me in just a moment. Yet another couple of successful students from our community. They're proven Amazon core students, as you'll hear them share. And some of the many, the hundreds of recent episodes that we've enjoyed with our students who are building special businesses all around the world. Today's guests are from the UK. You'll hear it in their accents, such cool accents. Americans love that that British accent, if you will. Uh, So a couple of really good young guys that have been at it for a couple of years now, and they built something very special. They're selling in primarily in the United States only. They've played around selling in the UK as well. At early on in their selling career, but they live in the UK, but they sell in the US as do so many of our international students. You'll hear us say often on our program that it doesn't matter where you live, you can build a great business selling on Amazon. And for the students who live anywhere except the UK or Canada, we tell them you must start by selling in the US. It's just so much easier to get rolling there. Now, if you live in the UK or Canada, you have an option. You can sell at home and do reasonably well on Amazon or you can sell in the US just like anyone else who's international. We actually have a module inside our training. Again, the only Amazon training you will ever need as a student in our community is the Proven Amazon course at provenamazoncourse.com. One of the modules in there is our international student module that teaches you how to get set up so you can sell inside the US. It's sold separately as well at internationalaz.com. Dot .com internationalaz.com that helps you get set up selling in the US no matter where you live. Well, our guests today do just that. Although they live in the UK where there's a reasonably decent sized opportunity and market on Amazon, they're finding tremendous opportunity inside the US and they're using our replens training and our wholesale training. you hear them talk about that a little bit today. I also got to warn you the first minute or so I had my microphone set up Improperly when this new episode starts. So, if I sound a little faint or fuzzy at the very beginning, I apologize. I got that fixed. So, bear with that for the first minute or so. And then uh, I should sound quite a bit better after that. They are using an online arbitrage strategy, our guests today, with the services of a virtual assistant who helps them with their research. Now, we talk a lot about VAs today. If you weren't aware, we have a service that we offer in our community called Proven Replens VA. We've got about 400 clients who have used that service now to get a $4 an hour or less virtual assistant doing research, finding profitable products every day for our clients. That's at provenreplensva.com. There'll be a link to all of this in the show notes. I'm just setting the table right now so you know what you're going to be expecting for this this episode today. So our guests are using a virtual assistant in the Philippines, and we talk about how those few dollars per hour is a tremendous opportunity for people in the Philippines and why that is. So we'll explain that in the episode. But that's a service that we offer. They actually found and trained their own virtual assistant, which is fantastic. A great achievement to find that Great person, get them working on your account. And then for just a few dollars an hour, helping you grow your business. They're doing so. They're doing a lot of the replens model that you've heard us talk about on dozens of recent episodes of, from our successful students. They've also gotten into wholesale. You hear them talk about that. Our proven wholesale sourcing.com curriculum, which is included in the proven Amazon course. If you weren't aware, again, all of our trainings in one place, but they're using the strategies taught there. To open up even more opportunities for them. And they're doing some what we call PPP. That's our proven product partnering.com training, which is yet another module in the Proven Amazon course. If you haven't picked up on the trend here, we've got a lot of different modules in the pack for different levels of students, but it's all right in there. The PPP model is when you help other businesses get onto Amazon. And you get using their own Amazon account and you get paid a percentage. It's one of the training modules that they're applying to their business. So they've got multiple streams of Amazon related income. And these are friends from college. They've known each other a good number of years and they've, they've just connected and they've begun selling uh, on their one account with wholesale, with arbitrage and now helping businesses set up their PPP businesses as well meaning proven product partnering where you get a percent okay you with me so they've got multiple things going on we're going to talk about all that today one of the things they do mention is they've set up a website to help other businesses know what it is they can bring to the table it gives them advantage when they're seeking wholesale accounts it also explains that they can offer amazon selling services almost as a consulting agency as well and it's really helped them out. If you want a simple website that can do those, we charge very little and help businesses set those up at Humminbird.com. That is a business... There's a link in the show notes at Humminbird. We do. We help businesses with uh, setting up trademarks, with getting their uh, brand registry on Amazon, with setting up a website, like I mentioned, the graphics, getting the A-plus content if you're trying to list a private label brand on Amazon, or if you need a wholesale website so you can start to attract more wholesale clients, that's something we do very inexpensively as well. So reach out, there'll be a link, like I said, in the show notes and you can contact us for that. So our, our successful business partners today are putting about between four and $5,000 net profit in the bank per month right now with what sounds like a pretty much a part-time effort, but they're looking to scale dramatically in 2023. They've got all the foundation in place and they're set. their business is really set to explode. They started with no money and they had to go get a loan for $5,000. That's how they started. And we get a little bit into some of their other funding options now that they're growing and selling up to $15,000, $20,000 or so per month. Again, set to explode in 2023. A couple of tools you're going to hear them talk about today, Keepa and RevSeller. I'll put links to both of those in the show notes. Those are two tools that we love around here, specifically Keepa. If you've never heard us talk about it before and you're wondering why we always get so excited about using that specific tool... Well, it's because you haven't listened to episode 369 yet of our podcast at silentgym.com. Go listen to podcast episode 369. I don't have a vested ownership in Keepa. It's just a tool that we're very excited about. And we tell our users to go get because they collect data very differently from Amazon than does any other tool out there that really helps give you a competitive advantage once you know how to apply what you're looking at, once you know how to massage that data and find the opportunities a great tool. The other one is RevSeller. I would say about 70, 80% of the successful Replens sellers in our community, and there's thousands of them, are using RevSeller. And it's just a tool that puts right on your screen exactly what you need to know to make good decisions, should I invest in this product or not, as you're looking at Amazon. And you can get a good deal on that at the link in the show notes. It's provenamazoncourse.com slash Revseller, R-E-V-S-E-L-L-E-R, Revseller. It's a big discount. Remember what it is exactly. It's the cheapest price you'll find anywhere on that tool though. It's It's a cool plugin that'll really help you out. Okay. I think that's it. That was a lot of announcements before we jump into our episode today, but let me make sure I didn't forget anything. I think I'm good. All right. So with that long introduction, my new friends from the UK who've been in our community for a few years, man, they sure have a lot of positive things to say about our free Facebook group too, in this community and how much they've learned. I think you're really going to enjoy getting to know Mr. Luke Needham and Cody Simpson. Let's get them on the line.
1: So Luke and Cody, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us, Jim. Yeah. Thank you very much. Great to be
2: here.
0: My pleasure. I'm looking forward to this, guys. Let's start with you, Luke. Let's get into the story.
1: Yeah. So... I mean it's surreal being on here because you know I've listened to your voice so many times uh listened to this podcast so many times and it's been 3 years now just over 3 years since we started on Amazon and you know it's just surreal being on here so I mean yeah do you want us to just start from how we got into e-commerce Yeah
0: let's let's start there and thanks for listening to the show by the way I appreciate that
1: Yeah yeah it provides a lot of value to us So yeah we got when we got started I think it was in 2019 I was in my final year of university and Cordy was working and you know we met in school so we've been friends for like best friends for like a long time since we went to school and we were just talking like a lot you know we we trust each other and stuff and we've got similar financial views so we were sort of talking like you know maybe we should start a business together maybe we should get into business together so we were looking at what we wanted to do and you know we wanted something online and something scalable something where we could keep growing it and Amazon FBA just kept coming up a few times so it, know we had a few conversations about amazon fba and we were saying like you know maybe maybe we should start that maybe that's how we should get into doing business together so that's essentially what we decided on and you know we decided that we were going to do amazon fba uh to, to start a business so the first thing i think one of the first things when you get into a new industry is getting good education and uh what what we did we did quite a lot of research about what education was actually out there and then we came across, you know, the proven Amazon course. Could you see all the private label courses? They charge, you know, thousands of pounds to teach you about how to do private label. And then we see the proven Amazon course and how many testimonials they've got. And, you know, we learned about online arbitrage, how you don't have to start with private label. And I think, you know, we was like, oh, that, that's a place for us. They've got all the testimonials and it just sounds like a path to you know, success on Amazon. So really we we got the lifetime membership for the proven Amazon course, and that's pretty much where it all started in 2019.
0: Twenty nineteen, and you guys are both still in school. Now, do you live nearby each other? You're on two different screens here.
1: Yeah, yeah. We live like yeah, we... about two, three kilometers away from each other.
0: Okay, live close. Yes. I got you. And where are you at currently?
1: Burnley,
2: Lancashire, in England.
0: I picked up on the accents.
2: <laughs> yeah, very <Yeah>. northern. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's phenomenal. Now, are you guys selling in primarily the UK?
2: No, it's the US primarily that we sell. Um, due to the info that we got from your course, it does stay quite a few times in there. The, the USA is just the biggest market right. for quite a while. We experienced that ourselves as well. I think for ease of access at the start, we did send a few things into the UK. Um, we did some more tactical arbitrage. We will going to garage sales and stuff like that. And, um, there's like a regular meetups on Sundays in the UK that happen where people sell things and pretty much everything we bought ended up selling. So that was a, a big push forward for us, you know, it really made us realize what's possible out there.
0: That's how you kind yeah. of got your start was selling yeah. locally in the UK. Do you yeah, still yeah. sell any in the UK or are you only US now?
1: I mean, yeah. So that, that first stuff we sold, that was just like second hand, and then we did a bit of online arbitrage, but the, the thing is we weren't really like, we had some decent arbitrage products in the UK But we saw the keepers in America, and in the UK, for for our minimum profit criteria, what we wanted, we just weren't finding that many deals. And then I was, you know, we was like, oh, we'll have a little look over at America, and we saw the keepers over there for some of the arbitrage products, and we just couldn't believe how many more sales were going on. So we were like, you know, we've got to transition over to America, and you know, we've got to start selling over there because that's like where where most of the sales are happening. Pretty much, Uh, I think the geography of America is a lot better for arbitrage deals as well. Uh, but yeah, at the minute, we do sell some stuff now in the UK. But for quite a period of time, like a year and a half, we didn't sell anything in the UK. Now we've just got a couple of like really good products that are selling in the UK.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, I'm always interested to see where our international students are finding success. And it's rare for anyone outside of the UK or Canada to find success at home. Mm-hmm. Most of our international students sell into the US. You guys are in the UK and you're still primarily focused on the US. So that's very interesting to me, but this exactly. is a general rule. If you live outside of the UK or Canada, we encourage you strongly start with the US and you guys kind of discovered that on your own, even though you're there in the yeah. UK and could easily sell at home, the opportunity is still bigger here where I'm at in the US. So well done.
1: Yeah, well yes, done. Russell, thanks. Thank you. I mean, it took me lot- time to get there. A- A lot of
2: what we've done is just a testament to your course, to be honest. It's, uh, you know, the process of seeing all this stuff on the screen and actually, you know, getting in and putting it in, it doesn't actually take that long for things to move forward very quickly. You know, we've experienced that in the last year. It's just the growth has been incredible.
0: Well, talk me through that, Cody. What kind of things are you buying and selling? How are you finding them? Let's hear your process a little bit.
2: Yeah, so... Originally, starting out with online arbitrage, we have one of the key parts to our business has always been automation. And as we've grown, we've tried to automate things. You know, at a level going up beside it. So, we have a full-time employee from the Philippines. Um, he's handling quite a few, quite a bit of stuff. And originally, we just we we used essentially the blueprint from from your website and put our own criteria into it with like the ROIs and the products prices and stuff like that and just using you know the main websites in America like Target and places like that and just you know scanning through them and getting the profit out of there. So you're just getting
0: so big retailers using your virtual assistant. What do you pay yeah. your VA per hour, your Filipino?
2: Uh, £3.20. No, oh, it's gone up three
1: fifty 50 now. Oh, oh 350, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <that's> <laughs> He's, he's uh, had yeah. a couple of uh, pay rises because originally it was $3 and then we've given two pay rises since
0: I haven't looked at how the pound's doing against the dollar. I think the dollar's stronger right now. So what about two dollars fifty cents, maybe three dollars, you know, equivalent yeah, US?
2: Some, yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, yeah it'd be very so good. It's incredible so
0: it's, how much work yeah. you can get done in a in a culture where the the dollar translates, you know, or yeah. the pound into so much yeah, more local currency. And so, yeah, yeah no. that's awesome. So, how long have you had that VA working for you guys?
2: Uh, it's
1: about two years now, I think, or a yeah. year and a half, I or think somewhere it was around that Around November 2020 when we when we first got him.
0: So a couple of years. That's yeah, cool. yeah.
1: Do you yeah, have a relationship
0: not... with him? Like do you guys communicate like we are now? Oh, yeah. oh yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. We've got yeah, we got yeah. him on Facebook
2: and everything. We chat to yeah. him, you know, keep keep I updated about, with what's going on. I spend so a lot speaking to him today. Yeah, Sorry. we've we've really. spent quite a bit of time investing into him, especially if we started to learn more about Amazon. We try and kind of pass that on down to him so that he, you know, he knows what's going on in the business and he can keep helping us out. Does he like uh, his you know, job? Yeah, as as far as I can tell, is, is happy enough doing what he's doing.
0: You know, because yeah. one of the questions we always get is, you know, how can anyone be happy working for that amount of money? But I just yeah. want to emphasize anytime the topic mm. comes up, I I feel the need to emphasize that may not feel like a lot of money to you. If you live in the United States or the UK or wherever, but in the Philippines, that, that three pounds per hour, you know, $2.50 per hour, it spends like eight times that amount. It, yeah. you know, it's, yeah, that it's, is a nice income compared to on the island where $1 per hour is the average worker's wage. That's a nice wow. pay. Rate. Yeah,
2: exactly. So, I, I actually, didn't realize the average was so low. That's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah I, that's
0: the average. That's like the, mm-hmm. the equivalent of like what you might consider the minimum wage. I don't know. If, do you guys have a yeah. minimum wage in the UK? You do there, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, we yeah. do. It's right, around like nine or 10 pounds at the moment. Yeah, okay, yeah.
0: so imagine someone making 18 or 20 pounds per hour yeah. that's a decent it's job awesome right? products spent.
2: Spent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. as
0: far as your ability to sustain so that's about what you're paying him you're paying him well over twice yeah the average that's, that's the average wage exactly. that most people are seeing exactly
1: yeah. i think it works for him as well because he's got a younger he's got a young family and you know he can stay at home support his family while he's working online and we don't enforce any working hours on him so you know it's, it's loosely agreed, but we, we do have like an expectation he's going to do like over 100 hours a month, but we don't enforce any working times on him. He just gets to be fully flexible with that. Yeah, um, About 25 hours him. a week
0: and he can sustain his family on that money. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's beautiful.
1: Yeah, we it's do great. Give yeah, him Yeah, sorry. Go on, Luke. I've been interrupted yeah, we do give that. him the option to, to do up to 200 hours a month. So, you know, it's flexible income for him as well.
0: Sure. That's beautiful. Yeah, thanks for diving into that a little bit with me, guys. So does what parts of the business does he handle for you?
1: so uh initially he was just uh doing online arbitrage sourcing so you know when we when we got him we were fully in the online arbitrage that was the only model that we were focusing on and initially he just did that so you know for for, for a long time he was literally just doing online arbitrage sourcing and you know all the time the methods that he was using to find products have changed as we found out new better methods to find products but then you know now he's doing a lot of actual keyword research like t- today he's mainly doing two tasks and it's the keyword research which is to for the listing optimization for the listings that we've got now and then also the brand outreach and that's basically our cold email marketing process that we use and he's quite a big part of that because he gathers the actual emails which you know are emails of people who we're targeting who may have potentially want who we could potentially help them sell more on amazon so his main job now is basically gathering emails, sending emails and doing keyword research at this moment.
0: Understood. So you guys have this is a good transition point. I think you guys have transitioned away from just doing OA arbitrage into some other models. Yeah. Yeah. Talk absolutely. us talk us through the the models and, and if you would kind of put it on a pie chart for us of, you know, how much of your sales is RAOA, traditional arbitrage, and how much of it is these other models that you've gotten into.
2: Uh, I think there's as an overtime thing so like you said when we were first discussing then when we started out the OA was just a hundred percent and then I'd say around it was about a year a year ago um year ago or nine months where we started we'd both gone through the the wholesale model on your website and um oh, what's the other one I'd, I'd took an, I'd taken a lot of interest into the account like management and partnership really kind of, of partner. stuff. Product, proven product
0: partnering yeah PPP, yeah one of the other modules yeah so the proven yeah. wholesale sourcing which is a module in there and then the proven yeah. product partnering which teaches you how to manage Amazon accounts for other brands yeah. and get paid a percent so you guys yeah. have a fair amount of that going on too right
2: yeah well, that's we've that, that's what one moved day I looked into man. Yeah, uh, we moved into about a year ago, so we started our own website um, and we started the processes that we were just talking about then with sending all the emails out and going directly to manufacturers and people who are already on Amazon even, you know, giving them bit of a different approach than what a lot of sellers usually come with because we found from our clients a lot of customers they're just sick of you know amazon companies who they don't really know just sending them dead emails and just being like oh we want your prices at this we want your products at this price and all these demands and our approach is, you know we come with a much friendlier approach that pictures of us smiling and stuff and say you know we
1: want to help you out however we can i think it's a big thing that makes us stand out is that and I got, we got this originally. So the first, we've now got our website. We've got a second it, iteration of it. But the first website, I actually made it in March. And uh, it was after listening to Rich Potter. So it was when, I think it was when Rich Potter's course had just come out. I've not seen the actual course, but I listened to the podcast that you did with him. And, you know, it, it just made sense to me that you need to have a website. Because I think that that's a big thing for wholesale. And that's the difference with where you've got to put a bit more effort in to get the wholesale deals than with arbitrage is you know you need that website so that customers are going to trust you because when you email a supplier you need to be able to send them over to a website and then they need to click on that website and actually trust you know that you're a legitimate business so that that was a big thing that we implemented was a website and then implementing that email outreach process and then putting that onto the website you know that's what really got us the wholesale deals
0: that's yeah, great. Since, There's since then, so much just, we could dive into here. Yeah, go <laughs> yeah. ahead, Cody. I
2: was just going to finish off the pie chart kind of question you were talking about. So it's gone from that 100% away to now I'd say it's we've got you know the one big account management deal, and then pretty much all the rest of our stuff's away apart from, uh, sorry, wholesale, awesome. apart from a couple of really good away
1: products that we just can't let go off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I got you. So how many clients do you have for PPP, um, the proven product partnering? yeah so partner for, clients?
1: for PPP, it's only one now. Because I, I think like the, the approach that, uh, like you know, you're sending out emails to these companies, but you don't necessarily know what they want. So what we came up with is that we can do the wholesale model, we can do consultancy, and we can also do the account management. So we basically offer all three. We offer consultancy, which is like listing optimization. We offer account management and the wholesale. So you know, we sent out all these emails, then we've only got one that really fit the PPP model perfectly.
0: Right. Well, let me talk this through and correct me if I'm wrong, Luke and Cody, as I'm thinking this through. But what I I think I hear you saying is part of your strategic advantage is that you approach companies differently. You're not just saying, hey, I want to sell your products. Give me your best price.
1: Exactly. Like
0: everyone else. You're approaching them and you say, hey, here's our website. We can either consult and help you establish your own Amazon account or you know, we can work with you in other creative ways. We're legitimate and it's just that you you've friendlied up the process yeah. and that makes them more likely to want to work with you. And for those exactly. who don't know, let me just fill in the listeners today who maybe don't know what we're talking about. Rich Potter Wholesale, what's that? sourcing.com is the course and Rich has a pretty unique way. It, in that course, which has now been included in the Proven Amazon course collection, okay, it's in there for free. But he has a pretty unique way of approaching companies, filtering out, finding ones that are a good candidate to source from, from a replens vantage point, right? And then approaching them with a friendly offer and quite often getting a yes when others are getting a no from wholesalers. Uh, But you guys have a a two-edged sword, if you will, because even if they say no, you can say, well, hey, how about we help you with your own? products and get them on Amazon and help you there. And and you've got a consultancy backing it up with only one client. I love that. You still have the credibility of saying, yeah, this is a business we offer if if you're interested. So you can can keep the dialogue going then with those companies, right? So talk me through some examples of some of the folks that you're working with now that you're just buying from, but it started off kind of in that relationship of, are we going to consult with them? Are we going to buy their products? Does that make sense? Have you had a few of those?
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to do it on me? I'll, I'll let you go ahead, Luke. All right. See yeah. You. So what, <laughs> well, one of them, uh, yeah, I think, I think, so, you know, one of, one of them, it, a lot of the time, really, I think people do know what they want, like before they get on the phone. It's only really been with, with the proven product partnering deal that we got. When I got on the phone with the person who agreed to that, you know, he didn't really know what he wanted. He just wanted to do what was going to be, what was going to produce some more sales basically and that's that's how we managed to get the proven product partnering deal but in terms of one of the people who we just buy from i think the best one we've got we sent an email to him he said he sent back saying oh we've opened you an account and he sent us a price list but i thought you know i want to get this guy on the phone because i looked on amazon.com and you know the the market on amazon.com for them products have just been massively underserved so i got him on the phone and you know i said oh i want to get all your products over to America. We're going to create listings for them, get the whole range up there. And, you know, he was he was just so happy. He couldn't, he was like, oh, I've, you know, I've wanted to do this for like two, three years and I've just been waiting. And you're the first person who's actually got on the phone and actually spoke with me and said like, but that's what we want to do.
0: That's awesome. I love that story, Luke. I actually recorded a podcast episode. It's probably a hundred episodes ago at this point, but I called it the secret superpower of all e-commerce entrepreneurs. And we, we use it so seldom. But it truly sets you apart. And it was the phone. Yeah, (laughs) 100%. 100%. Everyone's trying to do this thing, email, text only. You get on the phone, put a real person, a real voice, or maybe a Zoom is even better. Yeah. Uh, Even better is face to face. I mean, yeah.
1: The Zoom, that's how we close the PPP deal was on Zoom.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I encourage, like like on our own, you know, we have a sales team for our coaching, we have our consultants, and I encourage them very strongly, unless you've got a great excuse or someone who really doesn't want to be on Zoom use zoom because it's so much yeah. more personal and you can interact and you know we've heard 80 percent of communication is non-verbal right so the more of the person you can see and interact yeah. it's just a it's a more powerful experience absolutely absolutely
2: And like you say essentially in a place where you're trying to you know get ahead of other people or you know be that extra percent that's going to get you the sale of the other people aren't going to get like I say, that the personal connection with the clients is just, it's huge. And Absolutely. we've we have actually had, you know, rather than just assuming this is what we've actually had the clients straight away in the phone call, they just, they tell you, you know, they say, finally, someone's speaking to me. You know, I've had all these yeah. random Amazon accounts with these random names asking me things. And yeah, it's, it's been great.
0: Yeah. To become a real face and a real person and build mm-hmm, that yeah. relationship. And that's what the most successful sales reps have known for decades. You know, just, yeah. you, you want to be the guy that's top of mind and, you know, you know their names, you know their kids' yeah. names, you send them a Christmas card. You're like, there's reasons people do those things. It's yeah. It, yeah. You're forming a relationship. It's there.
1: all about business. It's all about relationships. I think that's a massive thing that we've learned in the transition from our way to wholesale. Like the value, the real value on Amazon is in these relationships that you build with the suppliers. And, you know, when you can serve these other businesses who already have all the leverage in play, then, you know, the potential for expansion is just huge.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, how many wholesale accounts have you guys found now, approximately? How many are you working with?
1: Um, I'd say we've
2: got over a dozen of them. There's probably about half of those deals are in play at the minute and we're just, for the rest of them, we're looking for our next round of funding to yeah. get, get, get more of them yeah. into play. So yeah, it's been, it's been very successful. And- that's, as Luke was saying, this has been like our first iteration of it. You know, we're doing like a version two of our email outreach and we've got a lot more in play on that one. We've got like a LinkedIn up and stuff. Um, we have a girl who works with us who's doing a lot of our media stuff for us now. So we're expecting much better results off the second time around. Yeah.
0: That's tremendous. Yeah. You're using your momentum and your success to tell tell a slightly different, better story and reaching out exactly. to more clients, right? I mean, yeah. Momentum, I think, oh, momentum breeds success, breeds momentum. Yeah, upward
1: spiral. Definitely. Definitely. I think all, all the success we've had this year with wholesale and the PVP has just come off the back of about 3,500 emails that have been sent out. Uh, and the way that we actually got them was using Smart Scout, pretty similar to what Rich Potter recommends. You search through the suppliers on Smart Scout, and then you know you do the email outreach process there. But so like I said, that's just off thirty five hundred emails though. So we're hoping that next year we can 10x our outreach, hopefully send like fifty thousand emails out. And then, you know, we'll have the better website, the better social media presence with the LinkedIn, and we've got a lot better value offering and a better outreach email. So we should we should just see continued growth going into next year, hopefully.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, let me summarize for the listeners who may not know what you just said. Cause I was going to ask if you guys are using Smart Scout. Uh, That's a tool that we got a great discount on it at silentgym.com slash SS, as in Smart Scout. Scott Needham, the owner of that, I've met with him several times, uh, has filled us in. Our community was one of the first that he bounced it off of, and I was one of the first people to see it. He's built something truly special there as a tool specifically for our community as a wholesale hunting tool. So if you go through our sourcing.com class, which again... It's inside the Proven Amazon course. It's one of the modules included, as are all of our modules. You're going to hear Rich Potter, the teacher of that wholesale training, talk a lot about Smart Scout. And I was going to ask you, like, hey, Luke and Cody, you guys using Smart Scout like Rich teaches? Sounds like you are one of the power users in there, and it absolutely can help you find those wholesale gems. There's a lot of uses for that tool, but in the uh, Proven Wholesale Sourcing course, we we emphasize how to use it as a wholesale replens hunting tool. And yeah. it sounds like you guys have found quite a bit of opportunity there. And, yeah, and you're the ramping best up course. your systems. I love it. You said, you know, you've sent out thousands of emails, but you've built a system to do it. And you're exactly, getting a yeah. lot of good results from it
2: yeah yeah it was quite for how it actually ticked over as well so we had quite a few of um our good deals came quite slowly and then the two best ones we've got they both came in the same week and it was yeah. you know like a week like any other and luke followed a couple of leads up and then we had a few meetings scheduled and then yeah it just everything everything just massively um all yeah. the turnover and everything's just increased massively since then it's been great snowballed
0: from there well mm-hmm. do you guys mind telling me where you're at numbers wise like what you know what are you looking at this month how are you going to finish the year let's talk a little bit of numbers
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I know today for this month we just reached two thousand dollars profit since the first of November, so that's where we're at this month now. Uh, so I think you know this month we're pretty much on target to do like three point five to four and a half thousand, depending on how all the shipping works out because we've got a few things still in transit at the minute. So yeah, at the minute you know we're we're doing like definitely above three thousand a month. Generally, I think we could get up to four or five at the minute, but then in terms of our actual what we could potentially spend. If we had the money there, we could definitely be hitting, you know, 10k or even 15k a month. But we just need to get this next round of funding so we can actually capitalize all these deals that we've picked up now.
0: Gotcha. And you're talking net profit or total sales? Pro-
1: no, yeah. no, that's net profit. I'm, I thought I mean, the so. Total I was sales. making sure yeah. I heard you correctly there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll yeah, have t- a quick look at now. But yeah. turnover,
2: we do generally get more than 10,000 a month on, on like, say, you know, yeah. your average month.
0: Right. Right. Beautiful.
1: Yeah. I mean, the turnover month to date now is. We've done $6,800 in sales. So, so you know, far, we're, this we're looking. Yeah, yeah. So we're looking doing like 13 to 15K in sales this month, I think.
0: About 15. Yeah. For, for Here we are in November 2022. And then December will probably be slightly stronger. Yeah, know, so. hopefully. Yeah. Beautiful. Well done, guys. You're building a beautiful business. Hey, sorry for the short interruption, but you're going to love what I have to share with you. Let's talk about Sellerboard. As an Amazon seller, do you know your numbers? Are you tracking your profit and loss by ASIN? Cost of goods sold? How accurate are your numbers? Seller board helps you get extremely accurate. Starting at just $15 per month, you can know when to buy products, when not to buy products, which ones are profitable, which ones aren't. You can really start to dial in your Amazon business. Get over to silentgym.com slash numbers and check out the latest fantastic sponsor to this program. So many Amazon sellers in our community are using it. I'm thrilled that they've become a sponsor of this program. Thanks, Seller Board. Go check out their offer, silentgym.com slash numbers. About 15, yeah, for, for here we are in November, 2022, and then December will probably be slightly stronger. Yeah, you know, hopefully. Yeah, beautiful. Well done, guys. You're building a beautiful business. You, You're talking you. about funding now. What options are you looking at? Do you want to want to talk through that a little bit? What have you used in the past?
2: Yeah, so there's uh, one of the the first means of funding we got. So we essentially we came into this business, uh, both of us, with not very much money. So we had the idea of you know most of this business is going to have to be funded by whatever means. So the first loan we managed to get was a government loan for new businesses that they do in the UK, which is it's, a startup uh, loan, start loan scheme. Yeah, that's it. And that was 5,000. So we started off with that loan about three months in. And then since then, there's there's another part to that loan. So you can basically do like a second part of that that loan. So we managed to do that a year and a half later. Uh, we're also using Payoneer. And we've been, we're have been we in the thoughts of using AcureMe. Um, yeah, but I think we're going to be... do our spending first before we actually get the valuation for the, for the inventory.
0: Got you. Yeah. Accru Me is a great partner of this community, yeah. as you well know, yeah. and I, I strongly encourage you seeing what they've got to offer you for sure. Mm. Silentgym.com slash funding is their website for those who don't yeah. know. But the thing I like Definitely. about Accru Me, guys, I'm not sure what the terms are like that government loan you got. I've got to imagine there's a payment, a repayment schedule and You got to start making payments when you take the money. At some point, you got to start paying back. But me slides you a pile of of cash and says, hey, grow it and give it back to us when you're ready. And we'll take that money plus a percent of however big you've grown having used it. So there's no monthly payments. There's no interest accruing. It's just a pile of money that you keep as long as you want (laughs) to keep rolling it over it's a really nice arrangement and, and they base it on like you like i think cody you've observed is how much inventory you have so yeah. you want to maybe maybe wait till you've got some more inventory that they can evaluate you on yeah uh, and they'll give you a nice a, a nice pile of cash to work with but yeah we love working with those guys who had a great re- relationship with them for about two two and a half years now uh, yeah, good yeah. good guys to work with good sponsor of this program
1: yeah but we've got it that's how we found out about it was from listening to the podcast uh and Yeah, I think it's it's not option that we'll probably be using like later next year when we've when, like Cordy said when we've got a good spend out and we've got higher inventory valuation then we'll start using accrue me more slightly.
0: Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Well, what else? What else do you guys want to talk about? Talk me through uh, any other parts of your business we haven't hit yet, or any questions you have for me. You guys have a brilliant model. I love it. I wouldn't mind diving a little bit into the. The challenges of partnership, if you've encountered any, and how that's going. It seems like you guys have known each other for a long time, and because it, you know, one of the general oh, yeah. rules of thumb that I typically have is just because someone's a good friend doesn't mean they're going to make a good business partner. Right? Well, just I, like I, a general think, rule of thumb.
1: Yeah, that's definitely. I don't think I think as a general rule of thumb, friends and business isn't always the best idea. But you know, for me and Cordy, just because we we met when we was, I think we was 13 when we really became good friends. Uh, so, you know, we'd already been friends for like eight and a half. We've been through a lot of stuff in the eight and a half, nine years when we've be, been friends before we actually started this business. And because we've got similar personalities and similarly aligned financial views, I think we are like naturally quite good business partners. But I mean, yeah, you've just got to talk, talk things out if anything does come up. But we, we generally don't have like many disagreements that are serious, I yeah. don't think. Yeah, I just put in, I think it's a good balance
2: of I'm a bit more, you know, headstrong, trying and rush into things and Luke on the other side's a bit more. Well, hold on a minute. Let's have a look at that again. And I think it compliment would compliment each other. really. Yeah, well. yeah. yeah that's key.
1: Times, I, I'd rather I see hesitated.
0: complimenting <laughs> each other versus being just alike. That That's actually yeah. a little scary if you're identical. Uh, yeah, but it, yeah. it, if you have strengths and weaknesses and the roles are clearly defined. One thing I would encourage you guys to do as this grows, though, is because you don't know what circumstances are going to come at you you know, sicknesses, you know, spouses, kids, life challenges, sick parents, you know, someone vanishes yeah. for six months. What's the other guy do? How do we split the money? Right. Yeah. So there needs to be, now is the time. If you guys haven't done this already, I don't want to assume you haven't, but now's the kind of the time to say, if it comes to us having to kind of split this up or break it, what, how will we do that? Sit down with a lawyer and talk it through so that when the time comes, you know, because a good contract is basically the rules of how we break up if and when that happens someday. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and you talk about it during the good times. <laughs> no, that, that's
1: really yeah, interesting, Jim, yeah.
0: I, I can just, you know, I can just tell you guys this, having done life a little longer than either one of you guys. You know, the surprises happen, man. And, and th- life yeah, changes you know, for people and, and priorities shift. And the amount of energy, time and effort that you have to put into something will change for one or both of you over time. Yeah. So having those things in place and talking it through with someone who's very unbiased and has a lot of wisdom, I yeah. you know, go find someone who's done, you know, small business consultancy and legal work for 30, 40 years and have them just yeah. talk real. They'll ask you 10 or 20 really hard questions. You guys, <laughs> easier to
2: They're think the through best, now best than Best kind of questions, <laughs> ones that make you think. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. And it, and it won't cost you as much as you're thinking just, to yeah. just go through the process and and know, you know, kind of what you're looking at there. Yep. Like, are either one of you guys married yet?
1: No, no not not marriage.
0: No? See, because that changes everything. I'll tell you, man. You know, one of you gets <laughs> married, the other guy's still single and has all this free time. The other guy's yeah. getting. You know, the, life changes, and so I you want to be prepared for that, and so you can maintain, you know, that your friendship and and the yeah. business. Uh, you yeah. know, who owns what part and how we're going to do
1: this thing. Absolutely. So. I mean, yeah. you know, legally we are fifty fifty on it. So mm-hmm. yeah, we've you got a share structure in place.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and that's beautiful, but it's not sustainable for
1: a lifetime
0: unless you truly break. I mean, that's a one one in 10,000 arrangement, you know? So
1: I think, like, longer term, hopefully the next, the next might still be a couple of years off yet, but hopefully we can build a proper team, even maybe a UK based team. And then eventually, you know, me and Cordy, won't necessarily be the center of the business. And we'll have a team at the center of the business. And we will just be the directors who own the business. And, you know, we can make key decisions and stuff. But, you know, like you say, things happen in life. And obviously, we, as we get older, we're going to have less time. So that's why it's going to be important to build a team as we scale.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love your vision for growing the team. It sounds like you've already got a couple of really good people working for you. You mentioned you had a a lady working for you on the LinkedIn side. What what's yeah. she doing?
2: That's just—it's just freelance. It's Luke's girlfriend. If yeah, yeah. It's my so you don't mind me saying, yeah. Just no, no. Didn't... It's, but a yeah, it's now Luke's girlfriend. It wasn't
0: before, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she, she actually does that as a full-time, a full-time role um for work. Yeah. She works for a company that helps other companies with the social media. So it's just that couldn't have been any more perfect, yeah. really. what we full-time,
1: need <laughs> full-time content, right? But you know, she's only actually been in the job for about six months now. And, you know, it, it's a decent salary, but, you know, it's still like a graduate role. So we can pay her a bit extra. She can help us. She can help us with our LinkedIn, with our website. It works for both of us. So she, she's helping to implement some new stuff for our business.
0: Yeah. Reaching out to new prospects for you on LinkedIn, that sort of thing. Yeah.
1: yeah well, mainly like, you know, she's she's developed a proper content strategy for LinkedIn. So, you know, we're going to have like specified posts going out, like multiple posts per week. Uh, and then she's also redeveloped the website and she does like overwriting for the emails. So, you know, we've got a really nice email template now, but she's designed to then RBA can send out that email template again and again. Very nice.
0: Understood. Well, what other parts of your business have we not talked about? Is there any other areas you want to dive into?
2: I think we have. We've covered the the main sections of it really with the PPP and the wholesale. That's uh, that's a lot of what we're doing at the moment and what we're focusing on.
0: I got you. Yeah. Well, you guys have built a beautiful business. And you've laid a a great foundation. I appreciate the perspective that you guys both have too on the patience and time that it can take sometimes to develop into new models. I think think one of
1: the... You've been very
0: patient, but you're set now to really do some big things in the next year, for sure, with the foundation. Yeah, definitely.
2: It's, I think, the best analogy for it's. um It's in a book that I've read. It's for like the ice. You know, it's like the temperature for an ice cube to melt. So you've got the buildup of temperature. It doesn't look like anything's happening, and then as soon as you get to a certain temperature, it's. You know, then it feels like we have got to that point very recently. Tipping point. Yeah. Tip, the tipping is that point. Tipping
0: point. Yeah. Yeah. Gladwell. Was that Gladwell? Yeah. I think yeah. I read the
1: book. Yeah, yeah. I read the tipping point book.
0: Yeah, it's a great book, but that is a great. That is a brilliant analogy of you know, how you guys have built the foundation, the relationships, the credibility. You've got the knowledge now, the team's in place. It's profitable, which is fantastic. You guys are running at a profit. Now you can really expand and you've built the infrastructure. That's one of my favorite words around here. That's, I feel like I've built, I've spent 20 years building infrastructure. It's been very profitable, but we've got a team now. Now, I've got 60 coaches so 60. if we wow. if we had a if we had a wave of new clients come in, we can handle it, right? Yeah. Uh, but it, but that didn't happen overnight. That that took time, right? Uh, so you guys have that perspective of slow and steady. You're a very yeah. safe bet at this point. I get more excited about stories like what you guys are telling me right now than I do about somebody who's who says, "Yeah, we sold thirty thousand our second month, you know, but then we yeah. went to zero month four, yeah. you know, because we made a bunch <laughs> of bad decisions, like." They're still in that up and down early learning phase of yeah. making bad yeah. choices. And you guys have got a beautiful foundation. You're running at a profit. Exactly. Very bright future. I'm excited to, to hear where this goes. I'd love to see where yeah. you're at even six months or so from now.
2: Yeah, sure. I've been more than happy wow. to jump on again in six months Absolutely. or a year. It's, it's been great. I think just as you were touching on there, I think a great thing to talk about as well. Uh, you know, One of the downs we've had, so we went almost directly against some some advice that we found in the course, which was stay away from bigger items. So we spent quite a bit on, at the time it was an IKEA order while things uh. were happening with coronavirus. So the essentially a situation had happened where IKEA was stopping delivering things unless there was a £50 charge on. So you had some play in there to, to you know make some money on some items. And we, we purchased quite a few large cabinets and things like that. And it ended up in quite a big financial hit. <laughs> um, some of the stuff got stuck in warehouses and Ikea stopped doing returns and there was just, yeah. you know, one thing after another. And it, it taught us a lot of lessons in, in quite a small period about how, you know, following following rules is one of the most important things you can do. You know, we kind of took a bit of a whim on it. We kind of knew we shouldn't have done it, but we did it anyway. And yeah, it resulted thing, quite badly.
1: The thing is, even within that, but like I think because the, so the Ikea thing happened like after we just really got into our way properly and we really understood Keeper at that point. And when you look at these IKEA products, if you looked at the keepers, some of them, you know, they were like over $100 profit per sale and it's selling multiple times per, you know, multiple times per week. And the keepers just look really, really solid because, you know, there's not like, you know, there's not many products where you can make $100 doing online arbitrage with one sale. So that, that's all, you know, we got really excited about it because there was just so much profit when you use RevSeller mm-hmm. and when you use Keeper. On these IKEA items, but just just being new to it and not really thinking through the logistics, we've not thought about how the size of the products could impact, you know, the risk that we was taking on board. So, you know, but after that, so but that's what happened. We had a lot of problems with it. Then after that, we really started just doing smaller items. So I think, you know, if you stick yeah. with the small items, there's a lot less that can go wrong. And you
2: know smaller quantities was another part to it as well because you know we'd say five on what we would buy five an item a couple of them would do well and then you had a few defections and then you know one that got returned so the actual that products overall you ended up losing money on it even though you have had some pretty good sales
0: yeah you learn a lot of those little lessons along the way you know as your numbers scale like I we're at a point right now where I love some of the higher priced items but I don't like the big bulky heavy items. Yeah, I have nothing against a yeah, yeah. higher-priced item.
1: Oh, absolutely! It's
0: big, bulky, and heavy. Yeah, there's mm. a lot of things that can go wrong. More yeah. likely to get damaged, or you know, stuck in a stuck in a warehouse and lost, and money tied up yeah. in that one item. Uh, so, exactly. yeah, the, we love those fast movers. Right now, my sweet spot, like my favorite replen's, are stuff that we pay thirty to fifty dollars for and sell at a forty percent plus ROI. In yeah. they're lightweight, you know, they're not. Yeah. You know, they weigh less than five pounds, let's say. You know, that stuff's just beautiful. You can build an incredible business off stuff in that kind of price range. And Yeah, yeah
1: definitely. Uh, a lot of our best stuff's in, in that region.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good sweet spot. But, you know, we do plenty of small and light, too. Do you guys do any small and light?
1: Not not too much, just because I think the cap for that's $9.99, right? Yeah, uh, you have to stay under $10. Yeah, the, yeah. So we, The fees just are not so low. Anything.
0: Like you mm-hmm. you can buy stuff for 3 or $4 and still make money on it in the smaller yeah. light if it's yeah. if it qualifies and you can compete against other sellers who don't understand how you're making any money, but the fees are so low if it quantifies. So yeah, we're doing a good amount there as well. That's just something for you guys to look into. Yeah.
1: I guess we, we could start doing it. You know, it's just something we've, we've looked through so many products at this point. It's, we've just never really found, I think we've just gravitated now to really, we generally don't even bother if it's below like $25 because on the majority of products, it's just not really within our model. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. We've got sellers in our community who are doing it with multiple seven-figure businesses who do yeah. most of their work in the small and light. There's a lot of opportunity yeah. there. Well, that's very if, interesting. If, For the listeners who don't know, that's just a, a a product that's small enough and light enough. Like it says that you enroll it in small and light and your fees drop dramatically, but you have to sell it for less than $10 US. To qualify so we, there's products like i said if you can you know you know a two pack of some little you know lip balm or something you know 75 cents whatever and you could sell it for eight bucks well the fees used to destroy you on those kind of items but now the fee structure for small items is, is very friendly if you keep it under 10 bucks so this little tip for you guys how long you, is
2: that how long has that been in place for
0: uh for they just changed time. it to ten dollars it's been six months or so ago maybe yeah. All right. Interesting. It could, be, it could be a couple dollars lower than that, I think. Um, cool. So there's a new window of price range that was created in there. You know, a two or three dollar window of yeah. price where it now makes sense. So yeah. another way to think of it is, if you're selling anything for, say, eleven dollars US, drop the price to ten and roll it in small yeah. and light. You'll be making more money because your fees drop. It's yeah. another way to say the same thing. Yeah. So if you you ever see in your inventory, like when I'm scrolling through the sales we've made, if I ever see anything between ten and like eleven dollars and fifty cents, I'm like, what are we doing? No, Drop that price <laughs> yeah. down to nine ninety nine and yeah. and let's you know, let's sell it there. so we're so we're um not paying unnecessarily losing our money to fees.
1: yeah, it makes sense.
0: well, any other questions you guys have for me? I think this has been a good episode. I, I loved your perspective and thanks for filling me in on a, a very unique model. I can't say we've got a lot of people in the community with this model. So I think it's going to challenge yeah. a lot of folks. But I think, anything else on your mind?
1: I mean, yeah, I think, well, I think in terms of the model, we we do take a very, at the minute, especially the brand outreach, we take a very service-oriented approach to how we approach the companies. And, you know, we're sort of saying to them, how can we serve you? And that's that's what really opens the door for a good relationship, I think. Yeah.
0: Absolutely, yeah, you're not afraid to get on the phone. That's your competitive advantage almost is you're not afraid to to call someone up, jump on a zoom, have a conversation, and that opens up so many doors. yeah yeah, well done. well done, guys. Thank you. Anything yeah. else, Cody, on your mind before we wrap up?
2: um yeah, I was going to ask you know from you what's what's been your kind of way of keeping ahead of the curve, if you will?
0: Oh, that's you good. Know? No, I I love the question, actually. The thing I learned about 15 years ago that I think I understand better than I did even then was that the power of staying ahead of the curve, finding those creative ideas, making sure you stay out in front isn't in keeping your own mind creative and coming up with great ideas yourself. There's some value there. But the real power of it is in the relationships of the community that you choose to make yourself a part of. That's the, that's the big decision yeah. you have to make. Because all I've done, now it, it's a simple statement, but it's taken work to achieve over 15, you know, we've, I've been doing this 20 years as my only source of income, right? But I would say of the last, let's say 50 great ideas that have emerged from this community, I'm responsible for none of them. But I've benefited from all of them. (laughs) That's awesome. Because I'm in the right community. Mm, And so figuring out as early as you can, what community or communities do I want to be a part of that gives me the biggest advantage? Because we have the ability to crowdsource our creativity in e-commerce. That's that's correct. So you're always learning from people who are making mistakes and people who are winning big. So the, the yeah. things that that community needs to have, and this is the, the, if I was to give a short answer to your question, mm-hmm. you know, find the community. Well, what, what does that community need to have? It needs to have an abundance mentality, meaning the people there like sharing their wins and they encourage each other when that happens. They don't sit back and try to undermine each other or keep their secrets yeah. close to their chest. They're no. very abundance-minded, meaning success is available freely for anybody who wants it. And let's all share it, right? Let's, that's an abundance mentality. Yeah. You'll see some groups where well, that's definitely not the case, right? Yeah. So being in a community that has an abundance mindset, and then I would like to think of our leadership team as having the humility to not need the credit every time a good idea floats. That means yeah. whoever came up with the idea, yeah, that you know we're going to give them the credit for the idea. I think uh, maybe it was... I think it was Ronald Reagan maybe that said, you know, something like, you'll be amazed at what can happen when no one's worried about who gets credit. Yeah. <laughs> right? it, yeah. So you I just kind of get that mentality of let's let the good ideas float. Let's test a whole bunch of things and let's share what's working. And and that's what this community has been for a very long time. Yeah. And I, yeah. I don't take credit for any of them. I never. The, co- the
2: community is the community is fantastic. Any questions we've had, you know, from like say small yeah, to big absolutely. ones, they just they get answered within usually within hours, you know. Yeah, and if exactly. Not less, if not less, so your question moment.
0: was, how do I stay on the cutting edge? I mean, that's it. I you. Yeah,
2: you don't. You pay attention you over, to who
0: you're surrounding yeah. yourself with and the messages that they're putting out there. Negativity, and defeat, and uh, feeling sorry for yourself, and uh, what gossip. Those things are all contagious and they're toxic contagious, right? But then you get courage and success and optimism and it's not operating in a state of denial that things are hard. It's just saying, hey, let's figure out a way around this. There's always a way around over through under whatever challenge is on the horizon. we got this big group of people. Let's tackle it together versus, you know, doom defeat. Right, so yeah. what is the group characterized by? You can kind of get a feel for the the vibe, and you want that. You want the positive, contagious elements, not the negative, contagious elements. Yeah. And so we fostered that as a leadership team. We try to encourage that and and represent that. So that's my answer, and I
2: I love that question. No, that's, a, that's a great answer. Thank you for that. That's it's really very good. interesting.
1: And I mean, you can you can tell that then beliefs that you've got about, you know, positivity and finding ways around problems really go into the Proven Amazon course and the community there. And, you know, the fact that you promote community members into leaders through, you know, allowing them to produce courses or become coaches. I think, you know, that's what really makes Proven Amazon course stand out compared with a lot of the other Amazon courses is how it doesn't have, you know, that person trying to take the credit for everything that like you say. And it's a very community driven effort.
0: Yeah, Luke, I, I love, you know, many of our coaches have come up with courses and content ideas and they don't even want to get paid for it. They just want to create and help. And you know, that's, a, that's what I call having a teacher's heart. The reward yeah. of seeing your students succeed is all they want from the experience, but we insist on paying them and we insist on charging money because what that does for us is we now know we're working only with serious students. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz anyone accountability will get, anyone well, will get yeah. in line for freebies, but you don't yeah, exactly. know which of those people are seriously going to implement it or you know which of them are just going to waste your time yeah but when people put a little bit of their own resources in and they invest in themselves that's how we know, okay, this person's serious they're they're worth our time and investment effort and energy because they're going to build something and and so we do charge money and pay our coaches and uh, but it it's an arrangement that's been working well for you know our coaching program for eighteen years, like I said, sixty coaches and Wow. people come and go but right now you know it, it's 60 just incredibly successful great people in it and to be able to learn from them every day that's how i stay on the cutting edge <laughs> they keep me on the cutting edge yeah. whether i try or not the just is just <laughs> keep
2: yeah right that's great really i appreciate the sense. observations ask questions
0: yeah anything else on your mind before we start to wrap this one up
1: no i'm 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 happy with that it's been great
0: you're I mean, yeah,
1: I'm, I just say just before we go, you know, for, for anyone who is like new to Amazon or like, I think the, the main thing with Amazon is just perseverance. Like you keep, because you're always going to hit roadblocks with Amazon in your growth, whatever stage, right? You're just going to hit another roadblock, but it's just about having that positive attitude to overcome everything and just keep persevering. Like the amount of times we face a problem and then just persevered through it. And two weeks later, we've, we've not got the problem anymore. And that's, that seems to be a common theme with Amazon that I've noticed. Yeah, definitely. I exactly
0: right. It, it's turning those mountains that are so intimidating into molehills that are, you know, you look over your shoulder yeah. like, ah, they, why'd we get worked exactly. up about that? It was yeah. a big deal. Exactly. we figured it out.
1: Right? Exactly. It, that's that's the journey. Yeah. Small steps in the right direction.
0: Beautifully said. Well said, Luke. Well, let me talk to the listeners for just a moment and we'll wind this one up. Thanks for hanging out with Luke and Cody and I today. It was a pleasure spending some time with you and I learned some new things. I think you probably did too. Thanks for being a listener to this show. We've got a whole bunch of episodes that you may have missed if you're watching us on YouTube right now, because we don't put all of our episodes on YouTube. They're all at silentgym.com as audios. However, hundreds of recent interviews with our successful students, our coaching students, our proven Amazon core students. And there's a free link at silentgym.com to get into our 71,000 member Facebook group great guys like Cody and Luke and entrepreneurs from all over the world using e-commerce, using Amazon, hang out and encourage each other, give each other helpful tips and strategies all day, every day around the clock. So jump in there if you're not in there yet. But on behalf of our whole team and our great guests today, one more la- shout out to Luke and Cody, man. You guys were awesome. Thank you, my friends. Oh,
1: thank you, Jim. He's, thank you for having it's us. It's been
2: great being on it. And yeah, I'd like again, to anyone who's watching, you know, Jim. Jim's the man who's who's behind all this and he's... he's any advice you need you just, just pop in there sometimes and it's, it's great to hear from him it's been great to speak to you Jim
0: hey, it's, it truly is an honor Cody really? I mean, the best part of my job is these episodes man it seriously is it's, it's always yeah. a bright spot in my day when I get to do these so thank great. you guys but on behalf of my guests today our whole team that puts these episodes together God bless all the business building warriors out there we're in your corner we can't wait to see you again real soon on another episode we'll talk to you then Hey, thanks for hanging out today. Before I let you go, one short reminder. We are so grateful to our new sponsor to this program, Seller Board. If you haven't checked them out yet, get over to silentgym.com numbers. This is the software that tells you if you're profitable or not. It helps you track all of your expenses, your KPIs, sales, refunds, advertising costs, all of it. Profit, loss, this is tremendous software that fills a gap in the marketplace. Many successful sellers in our community are using this tool to help them know which of their products are profitable and which ones aren't. You'll love Sellerboard for just $15 a month starting. You can really dial in and know how your business is doing. SilentJim.com numbers.
1: Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio.